0: Before we even kick off the podcast, I just want to remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. Hi, I'm Coach Tony Schiffman, and welcome to the Hog Football Podcast, where we talk all things football and all things offensive line. Today, I've got Coach Jason Gentry with me. Coach Gentry is currently the Offensive Line Strength and Conditioning Coordinator at Benton High School in Benton, Arkansas. He's been there for 10 years and is entering his 16th year of coaching and teaching. Uh, He's helped the Bentons High School to two conference championships, three state runner-ups, and two semifinals in the last six years. He spent time as a player at the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff as an Offensive Line and long snapper. Coach Gentry, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Good to have you aboard and good
1: to have you here with us uh, talking a little bit this morning. Thank you, man. I love it. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, first question, you've, you've had, you guys have had a ton of success at Benton. Um, talk to me about how the offensive line played, uh, you know, played a role in that success you guys have had.
1: We have been able to put a lot more emphasis on the offensive line since, since we've been here. You know, uh, can't speak of what happened previously and, you know, we 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 do a lot of stuff, and so having those guys be able to execute as much as we can has been huge. So, uh, you know, which you know, there's times where we we have to dial it up. You you know, we we window dress it to right. help if we're not as good up front, and man, we're smoke and mirrors and all kinds of stuff to help. And then you know, every now and then we'll have a we'll have a group come through that that is that, that can be earth movers and. Man, we lean on those guys. So, right. you know, from from where we started, our first, th- my first three years there, man, we were we were not very good, yeah. and we struggled, and didn't have off. We didn't have big offensive linemen. We had a handful, and since then, it's been it's been coming through. But man, we lean on these big guys now. Right. So it's it's definitely anywhere I've been. We've we've if we've been successful, we've had we've had a, a decent offensive line. Right.
0: Yeah. That's and that's. It's kind of a you know it's kind of a, a you know a biased question. I'm I, I, you know I know where the answer is usually going to lead, but it, it's it's interesting to hear about you know what you just said about how you guys didn't have success for a while and and didn't and weren't weren't really good on the o line. So you know you guys had to had to really get that right the ship so to speak. So that's uh, that's good.
1: Right. Well, you know we'd have one or two guys that were really good, but you, it's kind of hard. You know how it is. It's it's yeah. hard to cover up if you don't have at least four you right. know to me you can cover up if you if you if you're covering up for one guy that's really not as good in high school you can you can kind of cover him up a little bit But right. if you if, I mean, your tackles are good but your interior guys aren't you're you're right you're, you're, you're screwed
0: you, <laughs> that's and that's kind of the way i've i've always my mindset's always been sort of you know i say three if you can if you can have two good tackles and a, and a good center, you can you can sort of, like you said, hide some guys at guard here and there um, no and, and, you know, get away with it. I was I was one of those guys that they hit at guard, so I, I know that from experience. No,
1: I got hit at center, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you know, that actually brings me to my first question. Talk, talk to me a little bit about, you know, you were a center long snapper or an offensive lineman long snapper at, at University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Um, talk to me a little bit about kind of what you remember most from you know from your college experience uh, not necessarily as a you know like highlights or lowlights but just what you remember from from being an offensive lineman and being in that that o-line room what's what's the you know what did you sort of take with you most as you kind of went through your career as a coach
1: man uh well my tell you what my when I got when I reported to college I weighed like 240 pounds mm. it was huge coming out of high school for me I thought I was big and then I got <laughs> down there And I was the same size as some of our quarterbacks. So, uh, I had to survive on technique. Like, I had to to be a technician because I was not an earth mover. I was not, you know, I'm blocking guys that are 335 pounds and I weigh 250. Right. So, the attention to detail that even got me going, you know, just understanding how to play the game, being a smaller offensive lineman, Uh, all that, just all that played a huge role into that. Uh, After my sophomore year, you know, I'd actually, I got hurt my sophomore year and we didn't have another long snapper. So they were like, look, you go deep snap. Like we can't have you get hurt. So I kind of, you know, I'm kind of grateful, but then I'm kind of not because my my last two years, I kind of, I mean, I practiced, but I knew I wasn't going to play. Because if you get hurt, we can't punt, we can't kick field goals, we can't do anything so uh but man and, and and the 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 meetings were like on point, mm-hmm. I remember just how much it it wasn't like you you wasn't trying to get guys' attention in in a college offensive line meeting room, like they were in right uh where as in high school, there's times where you're waking kids up and right you're, it's like herding cats, yes, a hundred percent of the time, so uh. That was that was the big thing, and then and then just the the athletic ability of big guys mm-hmm. was absurd. I was you know I was I was a pretty athletic guy. I was, I mean I say I was I'm <laughs> terrible, but you know 6'2", 250 pounds. I, I could move. I played defensive line mainly in high school, or I played both. But and then I get down there, and there's three hundred and thirty pound guys that transferred in from Texas Tech or somewhere, and they were freaks. Right. So athletic ability at that level you know which I guess F FCS or D1AA back then right there were some athletes yeah
0: and that's and and you you talk about the
1: athletes that were back then I mean
0: think about because right now I've talked about this with a couple of different coaches we're, we're sort of in the the age of the offensive lineman right now for the last three or four years where it's starting to be really noticed and and kind of really you know in style to be an offensive lineman and some of the some of the athletic freaks that are out there now those guys were out there back then back then too you know you and I are the same age you and I were in college at the same time those guys were back there you know were around back then too they just didn't get the the notoriety or the you know recognition that they get now but there were there were always just studs at the offensive line at every level that that you know didn't really get the what they deserved, I guess.
1: No doubt. Well, and I, you know, I tell I tell our kids now that that want to go play college, and we've got well, you know we've got some kids right now that are young that you look at them on the hoof and they're they're good looking kids and everybody wants to play defensive line. Mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, I just want you to you need to understand that if you're athletic and you maybe not be you you might not be that freak daddy defensive lineman, you can go and play a tackle. At the next level, you could possibly work in or a center, and then, you know, to me, at the next level, if you're going to play a guard, you you better be a war daddy, right? You no, know, so yes. or it helps, but anyway, we don't we don't put those guys out. We don't have we don't have that guy, but we've got some some long athletic type kids that have gone and played. And, you know, we we sent a kid last year to the uh, University of Central Arkansas, and he you know he played a little bit as a freshman, and he's he's a center. He that's what he is in college. So. Mm-hmm you know but just understanding the athletic ability that it requ- that it requires to play at the next level is what we try to push on to these kids cuz you know some of them think that oh, it's just an open door anybody can go
0: right yeah there's there's got to be yeah you've got to have you got to have a little bit of skill and you got to have a little bit of of athletic like you said athletic ability so
1: absolutely yep
0: yeah you know that kind of that brings me to my next point you know uh you're the strength and conditioning coordinator this is kind of a two part question you know what what sort of program have you implemented at, at Benton? Um, or, what, what, what you know? Did you sort of take and pick and choose from a, def, uh, a couple of different people you've liked, or, or you know, create your own? And and then, on the second part of that question, how have you how have you guys been handling strength and conditioning during the, during the pandemic? Has, has it been through Zoom? Has it been through uh, you know messages and, and Google Drive?s What have you guys been doing um, for that?
1: Okay, so I have got i mean getting in touch with strength coaches any anywhere that i ha- i can i can get a get a get a hold of you know right. uh, coach of course just kind of talking through twitter with coach barkman and uh coach uh Kyle Keese. uh got some of those getting those guys picking their brains you know anytime you go to a clinic i go sit in the the strength and conditioning guys the little chats that they have mm-hmm. and uh you know, I've I've actually dove into some uh the five three one system with uh Jim Windler. And I okay. mean that's of course he's got all different kinds of different stuff, but it's 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 like a fluid, everything just kind of rolls with it and it's kinda nice. Now you, they the kids have to understand it, but uh and we are we are as as simple as possible. We we bench, we squat. You know, it's we're we're typical to everybody else, but we're not. We're trying to in football wise, we're building a football player, right? You know, we're trying to build the biggest, strongest. You know, we we have cycles, we do all where you know it's almost it's almost bodybuilding ish. You know, so we're trying to get them as big as we possibly can, and then we're doing all the explosive movements, and we're Mm -hmm. we're we're doing the same things everybody else is doing, just kind of kind of keeping it. Grounded towards certain movements, you know, we're not we. You're you're not going to walk in our weight room and and think that it's you know a CrossFit gym. That's right. At one, you know, uh, but as far as what we're what we've been doing with right now has been going. We've been uploading on. We we created a Google Classroom for our kids, mm-hmm. and just upload you know the doc or whatever. Every 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 Monday we'll we'll shoot that out and with the with the with the program that we've got so you know like monday is a a primary strength day so like monday if if they have weights they're they're they know that they're you know they're benching and they're squatting and they're doing the auxiliaries for bench and squat they may have some landmine movements or you know if they've got bands at home that you know do the band movements and we do we try to do a lot of accessory movements off of those that that are with bands Mm -hmm. so uh if they don't have access to, to that, I also put out a body weight you know, circuit, is, which is basically what I've been doing at home, which you know, I kind of feel bad for, for the kids if they're doing them because it's almost killed me a couple times. But, <laughs> uh, you know, we're doing that and trying to keep, keep tabs on them. You know, honestly, we've got a bunch of our kids that have gone to work. Yeah they're they're out working construction jobs and stuff like that. So we'll reach out to them and say, "Hey, are you doing anything? Are you able to get, you know, 15 20 minutes a day to do something?" Mm-hmm. You know, anything's better than nothing. So Right. Uh Google Classroom's been awesome. Zoom. We've we've done all that stuff. So Yeah. Are are
0: you finding um are are they, you know, how are you guys sort of Keeping track, are that you know? Do you have them record videos, or are you having them sort of send send pictures or, uh, or things of that nature? Or is it just kind of trust and 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 accountability?
1: It's a little bit of both. I mean, we're we're not we're not requiring we're not asking them to post videos on there for mm-hmm. football. Now, like our our seventh grade athletic class that we do, they you know it's it's graded and all that. So we we they post a video or a picture on there, but. Uh, with our football guys, it's just kind of touching base with them, kind of, you know, through the Zoom meetings and, and talking to them a little bit about their workouts throughout the week and how's everything going. And right, you know, we've had a couple of guys text us, "Hey, coach, did this?" You know, we, I mean, we got one of our kids that his his power clean's gone up like 15 pounds. Recorded. That's awesome. And he sent videos. Yeah, he he sent videos to to prove it. And I mean, and and of course, you know, with well, kind of along the lines of this our our uh, Arkansas high school weightlifting uh competition got canceled because of this and this dude was heartbroken because he was he was dead set that he was going to set the power clean record in his weight division so he kept working on it so and when he sent that video I was like well there you go you got you you would you would possibly be the state record holder in power clean at 185 pounds or whatever it is right so Man, that's tough. That's tough for sure. Oh, that's. I mean, I hate it for. I hate it for all these kids that didn't get to do anything. But it, yeah, you know, it is what it is. You know, right. Baseball, softball. Everybody's done. You know, lost everything. So. Right. Yep. It's it's it's
0: you know just try to try to stay positive and get back to normality as much as we can sooner or later. Hopefully exactly. sooner rather than later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So coach, last question I've got for you, and, and and uh, you know, this can be you can you can take this throughout your entire career as a player slash coach slash football fan, but uh if you could put together a Mount Rushmore of offensive linemen, um, again, through guys maybe you played with, guys you've coached, or guys that you were just a fan of, who would be on that five man offensive line?
1: Man. I I will I will go straight fanboy on this one. <laughs> okay. There are some dudes that you know, I always looked up to. And being a, you know, an Ar- a Razorback fan, Arkansas Razorback fan, and a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, like they've got some, they had some dudes. So the first one, didn't even play offensive line in, in college, was Jason Peters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you talk about it. He played tight end in college and was a freak. And so, and has, I can't believe he's not picked up yet. You know, I'm, I'm really hoping that the Steelers will sign him or whatever or if, if he hadn't been signed somewhere but right you know, he's getting kind of long in the tooth uh the other guy from arkansas would would be brandon Burlsworth, oh yeah, you know so that is what a great story if you if if you've got a kid that you know wants to go play college football you need you just hey go watch go watch that movie greater you right know, it's it's pretty cool, but I actually got a chance to to meet him one time and 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 of course watching him play and stuff was 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 awesome. Right. Uh uh and then going like my two Steeler guys, man, were Dramonty Dawson at center. Okay. Uh and you you just he was like the heyday back in the back in the day at center. Uh Alan Fanica. Fanica is, is he in the Hall of Fame? Oh.
0: Cause he I think if he, he might not, be he should. He might be up for it soon, but he was he was one of those guys that he got a. he's getting a lot more recognition now that he stopped playing it feels like than when he was playing but he was yeah
1: he was a stud yes i mean i use as a matter of fact i tried to i wanted to wear 66 because that's what he wore and then it was it was taken mm-hmm. so i ended up not being able to wear 66 so uh i I don't i don't think he's in the hall of fame yet it's kind of bad he, that i don't know it but. yeah he's i think he's been up for it so i, I could be wrong again but I, i'm not sure yeah, uh, the the last guy on mine is actually it kind of hurts my feelings to have to put him on here, but you know he you can't deny Larry Allen, right? I mean, him or even uh, Nate Newton, but Larry Allen was a I just every time every time somebody starts talking about offensive line play, I want to I want to pull up that one about Larry Allen out leading the the sweep or whatever it was, and he's just he's forearm shivering everybody off <laughs> up and he's sprinting and he's outrunning people and he right. weighed like 800 pounds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the next guy there, I mean, there's so many of them, but I think of Nate Newton, cause I've, I met him in college. He came down and actually called. he was in the press box for one of our games. Mm-hmm. And so we got to meet him and he called the game and all that. But I remember shaking his hand and, you know, at, at the time i you know, I, I've got, I don't have small hands, but like, I think his finger hit me in the elbow (laughs) he reached out he I was like oh my gosh yeah this is this this guy's an apartment building (laughs) so you know just any of those you uh, you talk about the old Cowboys offensive line right Right. or the Denver Broncos offensive line from if you're looking at the pros when
0: those yeah those are some again those are some underlooked guys you, you know um Especially Schlereth. Schlereth was such yes. you know talk, you talk about toughness. I remember reading stories about Schlereth getting playing a game on a Sunday, getting surgery on a Monday, and then playing the game again on that next Sunday. And it's like holy cow! Like you your body is a disaster right now, but you're still out there at an All Pro level,
1: no doubt. I and mean, you know you you got the guys now that are they, they kind of make the offensive line position a little bit more sexy, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. You know, absolutely, the, yeah. The 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 Quentin Nelsons and all those guys that, you know, it's 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 they've definitely helped to make it a little bit cooler to play. Oh with. yeah, mm-hmm.
0: oh for sure. It's it's like we talked about. It's sort of the um, it's the it's the renaissance of the old lineman right now, and it's it's awesome as an o line coach, as a former old lineman. It's it's fantastic that we get to kind of live through it.
1: No doubt. Yeah.
0: All right, coach. we'll we'll get you out of here before you go. Do me a favor. Uh, drop your Twitter handle and any other information you want the listeners to know. Uh, the
1: Twitter is—I don't even hardly know. It's—I uh, <laughs> don't pay attention to my own. It's uh, at Jace Gentry, J-A-S-G-E-N-T-R-Y. Uh, I mean, just—that's about it, man. Okay. I, I'm a—I'm a—I'm a longtime lurker on Twitter. I get on—you know—I I follow along with the Hog football chat and all that kind of stuff, and I sit and lurk and try to learn, and you know, it's awesome. To yeah. Get on there and 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 just soak in what some of you guys are talking about. You know, even like our our little impromptu meeting that we had at the AFCA clinic was yep. phenomenal. That was pretty
0: awesome. That w- that was that was. I know. Um, I talked to a uh, another coach who was at that meeting, and he wants to do. He wants to try to organize something during the pandemic on Zoom. So you, oh, might no. a, you might be getting you might be getting an invitation to a meeting about that. So keep your eyes peeled. Sweet. Yeah. So. Well, Coach, I appreciate you coming on this morning. Uh, You know, hopefully you guys are staying safe, staying healthy, and, uh, you know, look forward to, to speaking with you down the road. All right. You too, Coach. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you like and subscribe, and you can find previous episodes on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, or any other podcast platform.